episode number 11 with Sun Mi Hong. She plays the drums. She's a band leader. She played in my band when I was in the Netherlands a couple weeks ago. We got into some shit. Email me at knockoutginger at gmail.com. F all the haters. now i turned 30 yesterday oh really and that was six years ago so i was 23 24 happy birthday thank you <laughs> got a ticket on my birthday oh <laughs> but robin took me around to play vi- uh, arcade games ah, at okay. uh some bar tonton tonton club yeah yeah <laughs> he sent me some pictures actually of the taiko the drums? japanese yeah, yeah. taiko drums <laughs> He he has the there's this game there's this Japanese game where something's happening on the screen and we don't know because we don't we can't read Japanese what's going on in the game and there's a big there's a big plastic table and okay. you have to flip the table you just push the table up and what happens we don't know but Robin has the highest score. <laughs> so you just like it seems like you have to figure out what the people are doing Uh in the scene on the screen and then you have to flip the table you have to kind of guess you have to flip the table and see when they would get the most angry oh it's very bizarre so like people are at a funeral and they're all crying and then you come in and you flip (laughs) the table and you just like get a bunch of points oh my god yeah it's crazy and Robin's got the highest score. And you still don't understand no. what this game is about? <laughs> no. Uh, who are you playing with in Spain? Uh, my band. Nice. How long have you had this band? Uh, since last April. No, officially from last April. Mm. We did a competition in the Netherlands. This but is the before, one. yeah, we uh, I played with this quintet since my graduation concert great so it's been two and a half years How, do you have a record with this band yeah i yeah. have one so this is the one that i've heard this is on all of the streaming things yeah. right yeah so i've heard this one allison sent it to me when we were talking about asking you mm. to do this and like immediately i was like yep <laughs> okay. i could just t- i had a feeling that the way I just had a f- good feeling about you and Robin playing together. Mm. And I think it worked out even better than I... That Eindhoven show was one of my favorite shows in a very long time. I had so much fun. Yeah, me too. There were like seven people. <laughs> Whatever. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. We don't need them. It was em. really fun. Um, the recording sounds pretty yeah. great also. Oh, yeah? yeah. Nice. We're going to do it again, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe if I can figure out some funding. Who it will ne- come. Yeah. Who needs it, though? Figure it out on my own. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it myself. <laughs> exactly. Um, Nobody's going to help you out. Yeah, exactly. Do it yourself. That's why I'm doing this also. More stuff to... Just more stuff to put on the internet for to bother people with. Mm-hmm. To That's prove great. that we all exist. 
I'm also doing that. Which? <laughs> Not podcast, or no. <laughs> just <laughs> bothering people mm. by posting a lot of stuff. We should talk about your band. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in your band? Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you were you serious? You don't want to talk about <laughs> no, them? No, 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 no. Uh, well, uh, another Korean guy plays piano, Young Uli. And two Italians, tenor sax player Nicolo Ricci and Alessandro Fungaro on the bass. Mm -hmm. And Scottish guy plays trumpet, Alistair Payne. And myself playing drums. Are you making any new music soon? Yeah. Or? Yeah. It's pretty empty in my brain for this topic. Hmm. Because we played a lot past year we played like almost 20 shows with a quintet and we are trying to record second album in September and October in uh, our new studio during two months so I try to uh, arrange my tunes in different way mm -hmm. or compose other songs to, to record freshly but it's not really coming you know, I have no inspiration right now, so I'm a little bit stuck, but it's fine, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I often get stuck. <laughs> For me, it comes in, in waves. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the music that we played together of mine, yeah. I probably wrote that in, probably all came out of me in a couple of days, mm -hmm. and I've hardly ever written anything since then. When uh, was it? When was uh, the last time? About a year ago. Mm -hmm. It comes when it comes. That's not so long ago. Yeah. Do you have any tricks? Tricks? Or tricks or things that you do to like kind of get going? Get. Uh, yeah. Actually, when I was crazy about composing, because I... Uh, at some point I tried to compose like two songs per month and bring it to my band and rehearse or if it doesn't work I throw it away mm -hmm. otherwise I use it and I tried to compose one not even compose I try to sketch one line per day I just sit on the piano and silly line or whatever that I like my ears like then I put it I record something like this almost every day hmm. whenever I have time and then I listen to to them back like after a few weeks then some certain part I like it and then I keep it otherwise I throw it away you know in that way you can kind of make Tetris yeah <laughs> out of it <laughs> yeah there was a while like over my last probably my last year in New York I was writing new music for every gig <laughs> and I think that caused a bit of the burnout that's mad yeah <laughs> well but it's also not that crazy because I don't write uh, in too much in that much detail mm -hmm. it's often just a melody and root notes Who are some of your favorite drummers? Uh, 
Tony Williams. Tony Williams. Roy Haynes. Elvin Jones. What about uh, currently? Tony Williams, <laughs> Roy Haynes, Elvin Jones. Nice. Good. But young generation of obviously Justin Brown. I also Robin likes him. And Marcus Gilmore, of mm. course. And I also listen to some Dutch young drummers, such as Jamie Pete. Oh, I heard him play a couple nights ago at Alto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's also one of my favorite drummer. He's a great in drummer. In the Netherlands, yeah. And of course, there's Han Benning, um, a drummer, very old generation. Yeah, another one of my favorites. Yes. I cannot miss his name. He, do you have a favorite Han Benink recording? Actually, a very recent album that I listened to. um, There's a duo album with a bass clarinet and Han Benning. Yuris Rolofus on bass clarinet. Hmm. He's also Dutch and Han Benning. I think they uh, recorded very recently. And then I, I mean, I listened to Han Benning here and there, especially on YouTube, like old stuff. Yeah. I I often find myself in a Han Benning YouTube spiral, <laughs> just watching everything. Yeah. He's like sitting on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Drumming. It's amazing. Yeah. And the, even those videos of him way back playing with Wes Montgomery. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's something. Also, <laughs> he seems like a kid, you know. Yeah. I mean, also, Roy Haynes is same. I have the same feeling that it seems it seems like they forgot everything how they play, and they only go by ears, and just uh, hands are fits are moving mm-hmm. by that. Yeah. You know, that's that's super. That's amazing. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um. There, I don't know what it is. I think you just, you become, you get so good, you become a kid again mm. or something. Yeah. I don't know. What were we just talking about? Favorite drummers? Han Benning. Oh, Han. Have yeah. you studied with him or anything? No. Have you met no. him? Or? I, I, I've met him two times uh, at the backstage of Beam House. He didn't really remember me. <laughs> Second time when I saw yeah. him, of course. I mean, there are so many people. Yeah, he, he meets a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, of course. No, I never, I never had a lesson from him. We never had a talk hmm. with him. That's a pity. Have I, you? No, I wish. I was watching a video of him a couple nights ago, um, and he said he was talking about doing something other than music, and he said that he. He described himself as too stupid to sell ice cream, so he didn't know what else to do with his life, and he thought drums were yeah, yeah, yeah. a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what else is coming up? Uh, we have some more tour coming up. We are going to UK. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's There will be some uh, surprise news. And we might go to Korea. It has to be confirmed. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be confirmed. So 
I think we are going to Korea. Cool. Great. <laughs> It's going to happen in September in UK in October. And I would like to have some break after recording album to empty my <laughs> brain again. And I probably go to Nepal as well because last year I went to Nepal to teach for a month in a conservatory. Mm -hmm. It was great. You know, it's completely different experience. So I might go there again next next year, like February. Uh, what do you? Yeah, we're still rolling. What do you? How do you teach them? Or like, what do you teach them? Is it like a jazz? Yeah, thing? it's a jazz school. It's a conservatory, Kathmandu Conservatory. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. There are two drummers in school. In the whole place. The whole place. It's a pretty tiny school. Yeah. <laughs> two drummers, and then I had uh, ten more drummers outside uh, from outside school. Not from school, but you know, they had to pay a little amount of money. I mean, 20 euro for like four lessons. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was, I mean, they only learned through YouTube. I mean, now I, we are a friend. There is a drummer called Kiran. As I know, as yeah. I know, one and only drummer in. Nepal, who can play everything like from jazz to rock or metal mm. stuff, and he's doing great. He's gigging almost every day and teaching in conservatory, teaching in British school, not anymore. But anyway, so I played with him once in a room. I was I was really shocked. He could just play. Everything, basically mm. everything, and he learned everything from YouTube and uh, from the books. Books, mm. you know, he never had any drum teacher in his life, and wow. it was a very, very impressive. And then I learned a lot from that because we are very spoiled, of course. You know, we always ha we are always surrounded by amazing musicians. They always inspire us. Yeah. You know? But for him, it's like, okay, I check YouTube and then I have a books. You know, he has to have his own drive. Otherwise, there's nothing, you know. There's no one who's pushing you to do it. So, and then now he's teaching in a conservatory for these two drummers. And I don't know, it's a, just amazing things to experience. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, also other students in school, these two students, they, ha they have teacher. Of course, he is, now he's teaching, but still they are also learning from YouTube and book the same way as the other guy learned. So I was very shocked and I didn't know, like if I say something, this this is like this, This that's how you have to do. And then they believe like crazy. Like 200% of what you say is like a Bible for them, you know? So I had a, a lot of responsibility that, you know, if I say something, they will believe and work, work on it for a year or two years until I come back or until they have a new teacher or... <laughs> You know, so for a month I tried to teach them a lot, like especially diploma student. I was teaching them five days a week, so almost every day, just come and for an hour we work on it. 
because I'm there only for a month. So I try to give everything I, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. How, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. I, well. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't believe most of what I say. So telling that to people yeah, who exactly. do yeah. is a... I believe everything I say. <laughs> Actually, you do. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know if other people should believe everything I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never taught, ever. Mm-hmm. I think it's too much responsibility. It is. It is. Especially for these people, it is a lot. But, I mean, you shouldn't be very closed teacher that, you know, this is what I say, this you have to listen to it. You know, they will do it in this way because that's how they learn. But then I say, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't believe <laughs> don't believe 100% what I'm saying because that's how I uh, perceive, yeah. you say, from my teachers. So you also should do it on your own way and, you know, this all sweet uh, sentences. No. Oh, Allison is calling you. Hey. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Oh my god. Okay, I'm hanging up now. Okay, ciao. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Young Vips, yeah, I just finished Young Vips tour, so my band was chosen because we did a competition right. in last April. So we were the the band for Young Vips and they need needed one more band. So we were touring. So basically every year they choose two bands to tour in spring. So they book more than 10 gigs in import, important venues in the Netherlands. So like at one each city we play. Uh, concerts it's pretty amazing so uh, we did we did it with Sana Rambax is a singer from the Netherlands and uh, she brought her trio but every time she brought different musicians from all over the Europe sometimes a French cello player or or, or Danish she was Danish guitar player or I know a Norwegian guitar player mm-hmm. Anyway, so she had a, her own trio, and then my quintet, we were touring together, and then sometimes we played tunes together. And then, you know, that's how they support uh, young musicians in the Netherlands, which is pretty amazing. But then you have to get <laughs> chosen. Right. Otherwise, it's hard, actually. So you get your name and your face is just all over the place in the Netherlands, to, to be honest. And it's pretty uh, intense. Yeah. Pretty nice. You play more than 10 gigs in two months. With the same people and then your face and you do all the interviews and magazine it's pretty amazing that's awesome yeah yeah that's that's what i did last april and may um and that's that's a competition no that, it's not the competition oh, it's not. yeah you just the one that i did was competition that's why i was there oh. and then this competition is every two years so when there is no the year there is no competition they choose two bands how do they choose i don't know they talk about musicians and then they probably vote oh that's cool that's great yeah it's it's nice yeah yeah they need to uh 
we need to bring this to North America, I think. It's it's pretty amazing. So that's a good start, you know, so people know about you already. Yeah. Yes. From this tour. So uh I played we play uh, my quinte played some of Sana's compositions and then Sana's trio or Sana herself played uh some of my tune. So it was a pretty mixed pretty mixed uh set. Hmm. It was fun. It was a challenge, of course. So many opportunities here for young people. Yeah. Um, Allison's moving home back to the de- maybe you want to move to the <laughs> Netherlands yeah Allison's moving back to the desert and uh, <laughs> and I'm going to come back here I'm going to come here and get all the cool stuff for young people I don't know yeah yeah not a bad idea yeah I don't know it's an interesting place I just I get lost on my bike all day <laughs> um it's good exercise though yeah that's true um when i've been asking everyone this uh how quickly did you get a bike when you moved here well i could already ride my bike yeah but did you have one right away oh no three years it took more you three than three years. years i didn't want to have i lived very far like 50 minute by bike hmm with the two huge bridges. Yeah. So I didn't want to do it. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, Pedro Bronco uh-huh. had, he had a bike before he had an apartment. <laughs> Surviving. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. No, that's cheaper. You know, yeah. I had to pay for per month. I paid 80 euro for tram, but then it's unlimited hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, that's a as as soon as I found out that Pedro had a bike before a place to live, I've been asking everyone <laughs> just because I think it's interesting. I've been living here for the eight, eight years. Yeah, no, all my twenties, of course, and I was really, really poor when I was studying. And still, I mean, we are all the same, you know? Yeah. But I think something is coming. Uh, yeah, something is coming, you know? It's like something that I never experienced in my life. And people are helping. Some people who can help us. Young people who wants to be very creative, you know, putting a lot of time and effort for art and culture, very important things. Mm-hmm. And then they are the one who's appreciated for this job you said you've never felt like this before no what do you mean i i mean i've changed a lot when i came to netherlands because i don't know in korea i had a lot of issue with the families and also friends i just i don't think i was very good in my brain or hard because I was always dark and then dreaming uh, super weird stuff always running from something and falling uh, you know or I don't know I had a very dark moment in Korea Mm -hmm. my teenage's uh, uh, time was very dark so 
you know, I always think, you know, if a good thing happens, of course, bad thing will come right next to it, or I will never be rich, or I will never, you know, very negative thoughts all the time. And I, I also, I wasn't really free with the uh, financially. I wasn't free financially. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, then, you know, you behave in different way. You know, when you don't have uh, so much money and your parents cannot really support you, you know, you're a different person. You know, you have to think even more mm -hmm. than, ah, okay, I can eat this so I can go there and I can do something, you know. And then my life changed when I came here and then meeting a lot of different people and poor and rich, it doesn't really, really matter. Actually, the quality of the life is pretty much the same and then I was very surprised and the happiness is the most important thing and then that's what I'm going for and then I became very positive person you know this past three four years I, I've changed a lot and I'm figuring more and more what's more important your state of mind um, kind of or totally reflects on reality, I think. Or it somehow tricks you or something. Mm -hmm. There's like, yeah. when I'm feeling low, I feel like not a lot is happening, nothing's going on, and then there's phases where I'm feeling great and happy, and it seems like everything is just happening by itself. Mm-hmm. But it seems like just simply a change of environment. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's not that simple. But just moving mm -hmm. to a new place can have such a huge effect on your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously it wasn't easy, of course. Like not speaking anything or not knowing any culture. Yeah. It took like more than three, four years to figure out, of course. And still I'm figuring everything out and I had a two path like okay I'm gonna give up and go back to Korea and have an easy life simple <laughs> very convenient everything is so convenient or I adopt the culture and people how they think and just learn you know and then and learn how why they are so happy or why they why why they seem so 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 nice you know mm -hmm. It's a different thing, you know. Then I chose the second way. Okay, I, let's learn. So yeah. Also, my dream is just to travel all over the world and to to figure their cultures and just talk to people and just figure them them out and learn from it. And then you're being, I don't know, just better person right. by doing it. When you realize this change in your life, did it? Do you feel that it changed your music and your drumming? For sure. For sure. How? Well, I started playing drums and then I had more fun because I had nothing f else as fun as drums, you know? So mm -hmm. I, this was kind of one and only th a toy that I can have fun with it, you know? But now it's more like... My life is fun and drumming is fun. It's a different feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, my life is good and happy. So many good people around me and then it inspires me and then my drumming is, you know, f 
coming from that feeling, it's not like okay, not the other way around. You know, it's like I want to express my my sadness or my you know sorrow in, into drums. It's more like yeah, that's how I live, and then my my uh, how you say movement or or sound so smoother also you know or more i don't know yeah you do you know yeah i know but i don't know how to how to put in in in, in words maybe you can do better huh? uh no i can't because i often feel the opposite okay like everything's great my life is usually great things are great i have no complaints Mm -hmm. but it's when i'm it's when i'm feeling low Mm -hmm. that i feel like my music is moving the furthest or in in the moving in the right direction i feel like there's a certain darkness that there's a certain darkness and sadness that definitely propels my music yeah and i'm not sure if um being happy all of the time mm-hmm. you is, don't have to be is conducive to my uh, to my art mm-hmm. but in saying that like my life is like when I when I say I'm happy and then when I say I'm I'm dark or sad it's not a huge difference no no like in comparison to the rest of the world like yeah. when people who are doing well mm-hmm. and then when they're not doing well, there's a pretty drastic drop, mm-hmm. you know? So like the, it's not a very extreme, it's just like, yeah, just ripples yeah. or something, you know? I don't know. But I think I can learn a lot from mm-hmm. the way that you are living. Yeah, but it, it didn't mean, I didn't mean that I'm, all the time happy so it you know my drumming reflects Mm -hmm. it's more of course I have huge part of uh, I don't know my music is also very dark and uh, it's not only happy you know Mm -hmm. you will listen to some music I will show you later but it's more like I don't know like it's I don't know. I just have a more space in my brain that I can think more than okay, how I'm gonna survive tomorrow, or okay, you know, yep. if what my parents call me right now and come just uh, just come back to Korea, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's more than that. You know, yeah. I can think something else artistically, you know. So that helps me a lot, and that changed my drumming as well. And then also my personality changed a lot by talking to people. Um, I've I've also learned a lot. I've learned a lot from just when we were here the first day when mm-hmm. we rehearsed mm-hmm. at the conservatory and you walked in uh-huh. and you basically stopped to say hi to everyone. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. That makes, why don't I, we're all people, we can just. You don't do that normally? <laughs> if I if I walk into, like say I walk into the school that I went to and I see people, I'll wave, mm. I'll say hey. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
there was more than you were doing more than that. Ah, uh, you mean in uh, in the canteen? Yeah. And uh, it's because it's been a while. Yeah. And I was in school for six years. I know most of people, except first second years because I w- was already graduated. You know, then yeah. I don't come to school that often. Then it's uh, we need a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I w- yeah. I forget that I forget what they were people. Okay. Often, you know, like I'm usually walking around like trying not to be noticed or something. I also want sometimes. Yeah. I don't when know. I when I am very moody. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> also- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh All right. maybe I've learned nothing from you. I don't know. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. We are the same. Yeah. We're yeah. <laughs> Uh, so when is your next trip actually to the Netherlands maybe never (gasps) I don't know no I want to I want to be back here for sure Um, there's so many good players here Mm -hmm. and just great people yeah Um, and the scene is the scene is quite small Mm mm-hmm to the point where I've been at, mm-hmm. I've been at two shows on two separate occasions. People have come up to me and said, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" Kind of thing, and they were very nice. They mm-hmm. weren't like, "What are you doing here?" It was just like a curiosity. Hey, what what's going on? Well, it definitely doesn't happen in New York, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really happen in Toronto either. Which is kind of good, I think, but um, it's a very small scene with what seems to be like a lot of like really great people that sound great. So I definitely have to come back, do some playing. And now that Allison and I have the most outrageous band here, yeah, we gotta make it. We gotta make it happen. Maybe next time we can get a couple more gigs, though. Sure. I can also work on it. That would be so great. Yeah. We thought we had a couple more things and they got canceled. Yeah. And we also didn't get But we weren't I mean Next year? Maybe next year. Allison thought we would get it. I knew we wouldn't get it because I don't get those things. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we can do it next year. Yeah. Um this will come out I don't know when this will come out actually let me in a couple weeks before the end of July you're coming back no oh (laughs) okay I'll I'll post this Um, but do you have anything uh, coming up soon that you want to talk about or or well mostly mostly tour we are playing Krachten Festival it's in Amsterdam on 18th of Eighteenth uh, of August and September, obviously Korea in album recording in UK in in, uh, in October. We play in Jazz International in Rotterdam in October as well. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I'll post links to all the things and and stuff, and we can. Um, if you're listening to this, there's a link somewhere that you can click on. Um, <laughs> How do, how do you usually finish 
in the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we usually just uh, it's usually a fade out. Okay. Um, I've also been playing with the idea of I've only, so right now the intro music and the outro music is louder together. Mm-hmm. And I've been oh okay. Yeah, I've been trying to. As someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, mm -hmm. I recognize the importance of having the same thing every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I really like hearing the short intro music of a podcast. Yeah. Something that makes me feel good or whatever, familiar or something. But I do want to play other people's music. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really figured out the right way to do that. Whether I... In the middle? Maybe in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. But the other problem is usually there's a, I don't think far enough ahead. <laughs> so it's like, usually it's hard to edit. And I like to try to keep it as flowy as possible. Okay. Even though in real life. Don't you don't want to do something like, yes, now you're going to listen to some <laughs> my own quintet. <laughs> <laughs>